0: Engaging sermons on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. Paul left Athens and went to Corinth. There he met a Jew named Aquila, a native of Pontus, who had recently come to Italy from Italy with his wife Priscilla because Claudius had ordered all the Jews to leave Rome. He went to visit them, and because he practiced the same trade, stayed with them and worked, for they were tent makers by trade. Every Sabbath, he entered into discussions in the synagogues, attempting to convince both Jews and Greeks. When Silas and Timothy came down from Macedonia, Paul began to occupy himself totally with preaching the word, testifying to the Jews that the Christ was Jesus. When they opposed him and reviled him, he shook out his garments and said to them, Your blood be on your heads. I am clear of responsibility. From now on I will go to the Gentiles. So he left there and went to a house belonging to a man named Titus Justus, a worshiper of God. His house was next to a synagogue. Crispus, the synagogue official, came to believe in the Lord, along with his entire household. And many of the Corinthians who heard, believed, and were baptized. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord has revealed to the nations His saving power. The Lord has revealed to the nations His saving power. Sing to the Lord a new song, for he has done wondrous deeds. His right hand has won victory for him, his holy arm. The Lord has revealed to the nations his saving power. The Lord has made known his salvation. In the sight of the nations he has revealed his justice. He has remembered his kindness and his faithfulness toward the house of Israel. The Lord has revealed to the nations his saving power. All the ends of the earth have seen the salvation by our God. Sing joyfully to the Lord, all you lands, break into song, sing praise. The Lord has revealed to the nations his saving power. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said to his disciples, A little while, and you will no longer see me. And again a little while later, and you will see me. So some of his disciples said to one another, What does this mean, that he is saying to us, A little while, and you will not see me. And again a little while, and you will see me. And because I am going to the Father. So they said, What is this little while of which he speaks? We do not know what he means. Jesus knew that they wanted to ask him, so he said to them, Are you discussing with one another what I said? A little while and you will not see me, and again a little while and you will see me. Amen, amen, I say to you. You will weep and mourn while the world rejoices. You will grieve, but your grief will become joy. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. That little while, from when he was taken away under arrest in the garden to three nights later when he appeared to them in that room, risen from the dead. Thursday night, Sunday night a little while he came back to them he reversed the despair and turned it into joy he reminded them that this was what had to happen we read that when he sat with them on that Easter night he told them about the scriptures just as that same afternoon he had told the disciples on the road to Emmaus about the scriptures that foretold in the law, the prophets and the Psalms, that Christ had to suffer, had to be rejected, had to be crucified, had to go away for a little while, but that then he would come back to them, all power and authority having having been given to him and death having been conquered. A little while. Then he ascends into heaven, but he doesn't go away. Today, by the way, is Thursday, is celebrated as the Ascension in some parts of the country. It used to be the whole country we would have today as Ascension Thursday. But in most of the country now, the the observance has been transferred over to this coming Sunday. In this Ascension, in one sense, we can say he's going away. But he made it clear, and we heard these gospel readings over the recent days, that in ascending to the Father, he would send us the Spirit, and that the Spirit would bring us his own presence. So he doesn't go away, he doesn't abandon us. Not to mention, of course, we have his word, and we have the Eucharist, and we have the promise that where two or three are gathered in his name, he is there. And we have his promise that he who hears you hears me. In other words, when his appointed ministers preach the gospel and serve the people, it is Christ Jesus present doing the same. So his presence is with us. But you could also think of this little while as the time between his ascension and his second coming. It's not that he's away from us, but it is a little while where we long for the fulfillment of the great sequence of events that the Paschal mystery has initiated we long for all people to be gathered in by that same spirit to the new humanity where we are sons and daughters of God we see it happening in all these first readings we're hearing a lot of names we're seeing a lot of preaching going on we're seeing a lot of people come to faith and be baptized together with their whole household This is what we're seeing in these readings in this Easter season is the fruit of Easter and the work of the church between now and the day when Jesus comes again. Today being that Thursday of of the Ascension, even though, as I said, we will celebrate it on Sunday, today begins a novena of prayer to the Holy Spirit. We ask that spirit to come, just as Jesus commanded his disciples before he ascended, to pray for the outpouring of power from above, because a week from Sunday, we will celebrate the fulfillment of that promise and the coming of the Holy Spirit at Pentecost. I therefore want to encourage you to go to prayercampaign.org, our prayer website, We have special prayers to the Holy Spirit in this booklet called In the Power of His Spirit, invoking the Holy Spirit to end abortion. But here in this prayer booklet, so many prayers to the Holy Spirit asking him to come, asking him to fill us as the people of life with joy, with salvation, and with the eagerness to spread the gospel that we see indeed Paul and the others carrying out as we read these first uh, readings from the Acts of the Apostles. Let me conclude here with this prayer. To the Holy Spirit, the giver of life, that he may continue to fulfill in us that Paschal mystery. And for a little while, while we grieve, remind us that our grief will become joy. We grieve, not just at the... Sorrowful things that happen in our lives. Every life has joys and sorrows. There's a deeper grieving here. Grieving at the dominion of death. Grieving over the limited power that Satan still has. Grieving that we do not yet see God face to face. Scripture talks about the longing that we should have to see the face of God. Our longing for God should be so intense... That it causes us grief. And of course grieving over the sins and evils in the world. Grieving at those who do not know God. Grieving over evils like abortion. The daily killing of the innocent. Blessed are those who mourn, Jesus said in the Beatitudes. They will be comforted. Another way of saying what he says in this passage. You will weep. But your grief will turn into joy. When? when the fullness of his kingdom comes, when abortion is ended, when all people come to the Lord, when good and evil are separated, when the triumph of all that is true and just occurs, when the weeds are no longer growing with the wheat, when sin is overcome in our lives and in the world, then our grief, our daily mourning over the sins of the world, will indeed turn into joy. Let's invoke the Holy Spirit every day that that day may come quickly. Join me in this prayer. Come, Holy Spirit, creator of all things. You who breathed over the waters at the dawn of creation and brought forth all living beings. You who filled the apostles when the risen Lord breathed on them on the first Easter night, giving them the power to restore life to those dead in sin. You who on the last day will breathe again over all the dead and raise them from the grave, come, come and breathe on our world again, immersed as it is in the culture of death. Come, O Lord and giver of life, defeat the works of death in our midst, that abortion may no longer stain our land. We worship you, O Holy Spirit, and we rejoice in you. We know that no matter how strong the forces of death, we can still find in you the endless source of life. Renew that life in each of us and make us worthy apostles of the culture of life in our day. Amen. This has been the End Abortion Podcast. To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit endabortion.net.